Welcome to the Leadership Mindset Podcast with me, Tony Brooks, where we look to revolutionise your leadership mindset by changing how you think and see your world, enabling you to do the right things and grow significantly as a leader. Hi, this is the first podcast in the series Leadership Mindset. And uh, I thought it would be useful uh, as part of the welcome to introduce me. So I'm Tony Brooks and in 2007, I launched my own limited business called the Leadership Training Workshop. Now my background before that was in IT, project management and business management. And from this, I believe I bring a whole wealth of experiences for being a leader in various organizations. But I also bring the experiences of training, coaching and working with thousands of leaders at various levels since 2007. Fundamentally, though, I'm also fascinated with what makes us tick. That started with an understanding of what made me tick first. Studying psychology up to master's level has been part of that journey. And my work has a significant focus on the way we think and see things, our mindset. So why, why do I get so focused on leadership mindset? As I said, I've, I've worked with thousands of leaders over the years in coaching, training, speaking work. I can provide skills, techniques and strategies to raise leadership performance. But your leadership mindset is the foundation to how effective this will ultimately be. Now, mindset's a word that by definition relates to how you view your world, how you think about and how you see your world. Now, I believe if you have the right leadership mindset, you will grow and make faster progress to achieve your goals. That's why I focus so much on leadership mindset as well as leadership skills. Leadership mindset fundamentally relates to how you lead yourself first. Now, you're all out there as leaders and you need to lead people, but you need to lead you first. Let's turn now to um, the, the, the concept of think, see, do. Now, leadership mindset is impacted by how you think and see your world, as I was just saying. This then directly impacts on what you do. As leaders, we're all constantly busy. But how do you know that you are actually doing the right things in the right way? We're all out there climbing mountains. You're climbing your own mountain. But in my work, I often come across leaders climbing the wrong mountains or climbing them in the wrong way. We all know famous stories like this, don't we? Kodak not going digital fast enough, Blockbuster turning down Netflix offer to handle their online component. The pace of change is huge and we all need to keep up with this. However, many leaders and organisations are too busy to stop take time out and change the way they think and see things first. Now, every one of your actions will originate from the way that you think and how you see your world. The first step is to change the way you think, to think in more positive ways, in exciting ways, in ways you haven't before. Changing your thinking will alter your perspectives. Quite simply, you'll see your world in a different light. Now, this will dramatically shift the actions you take and what you do. So ultimately, changing how you think and how you see your world will enable you to do the right things and get improved results, fulfillment and success in your leadership role. Now, I'm sure most of you will have heard of the Fosbury flop. 
1968, Dick Fosbury revolutionised the way athletes performed the high jump. He wasn't performing too well as a high jumper, but he thought there was a different and better way of jumping the high bar. He took time to stand back from what he was doing and think about that. He saw that a backwards first technique could be the most effective way to achieve greater height. This is now the technique seen by almost all high jumpers as the best way to jump. But is there someone else who might dare to think and see things differently with a high jump? And most importantly for you as a leader, will you take the time to think and see things differently? So you'll do things differently and get better results. Now let's go into more detail about how you think. Now my view is that fundamentally we're all battling between what I call your potential self and destructive self. We have, it's alleged, over 50,000 thoughts each day. The majority are negative. Our thinking can move from negative to positive and vice versa in a day or even a moment. I'm sure you've experienced days or moments like that. Now, I've worked with chairmen of organisations, owners of SME businesses, leaders transitioning to new roles, solo business owners. They all have to deal with their own negative thinking at one time or another. In fact, every one of us is engaged in this internal battle on a daily basis. The battle between our potential self, what we are capable of becoming, and our destructive self, the part of our mind that holds us back. How we deal with this battle, in my opinion, is fundamental to how we deal with adversity and challenge. It also can allow us to think more freely and make impactful shifts in our thinking. How did Richard Branson deal with dyslexia? Bill Gates, the failure of his first business. Thomas Edison with thousand failed attempts to invent the light bulb. They like us have an internal dialogue, an internal battle. But with these people, their potential self was more often the winner and he's more often the winner on a general basis. And this has improved the quality of their thinking. And this is why I was so fascinated in, in this whole internal battle for myself and why I'm really interested to share it with you as well. Because, you know, we are all born with incredible potential at birth. Our potential self drives us to think in more positive ways and see ourselves in a more positive light to release this incredible potential that truly exists within us. Now, the problem is we are born with this amazing potential, our potential self. But over time, our destructive self develops. Now, you may well have your own ideas where this comes from. But in my belief, it comes from our parents, fundamentally, how they influenced us in our early years. Siblings, our interactions with our peers, our experience of our teachers, life experience, and yeah, the media. This can feed our tendency to think in a more negative and self-limiting way, ways that constrain and hold us back. It's actually partially tied to our survival instinct, but that, that's for another time and another podcast. Now, opening up with you, after battling with my own issues with depression in the past, when my own destructive self took a really strong hold, a key part of my work with you as leaders to help you minimise the impact of this destructive self. The negative thinking that can hold you back on a day-to-day -day basis. To do that as much as possible. 
Because the thing is, we'll always have negative thoughts. As I mentioned right at the beginning, there there are allegedly 50,000 thoughts going on in our head every day. But it's what you do with that negative thinking that is fundamental to whether you will strive and release your potential as a leader. Because on the flip side, empowering your potential self and the way you think about yourself is the key. This will lead you to think in these new and exciting ways. It will support you in becoming your best self, the best version of you as a leader. So we've been looking at thinking and this battle between potential self and destructive self and about liberating our potential self to to enable us to think in more challenging ways, think in more exciting ways. Now let's look at how we see our world and about the importance of seeing our world in a more positive light. How we see our worlds can be fundamentally divided into three key areas. How we see ourselves first, how we see other people, and then how we see the journey for our organisation as we move into the future. And that organisation can be, you know, huge companies, it can be public sector organisations, it can be small businesses. Now, as I said, I'm a qualified psychologist and an experienced coach. And I have got a range of tools and strategies to help you see these three areas in more positive ways, in different ways, so you feel better about the progress you make and you do more of the right things to significantly improve your results and the outcomes you get. Now, this is the essence of a concept I call positive insight. And it relates to a book uh, called PR Leadership that I published in 2015. Now, just to illustrate the importance of positive insight about seeing things in a more positive way, I want to just share you a a really quick story. And this, to be honest, is quite typical of my work. But I was sitting with a leader of an organisation at the turn of the year. And as I often do, I asked about what they, they saw with their achievements over the year. They struggled to see many achievements. They were struggling to write them down. So I took over and I quickly listed 12 things that I'd seen as positive steps, positive achievements throughout the year. And do you know what they said? You may be able to relate to this. Hmm, I see the year in a much more positive light now. Now, as I said, many of you will relate to this story, I'm sure. But how we see our world will influence the way we feel and our motivation levels and the way that we make progress and the actions that we take. And so often we can focus on the things that have gone wrong, that are going wrong, We don't, in my opinion, take enough time to celebrate the achievements, to see the positive steps we're taking, and fundamentally to see the growth in ourselves, the growth in our people, the growth in our organisations. So how we see ourselves is the most critical part of this. It's the foundational piece. As I said right at the beginning, you know, your people need you to lead them, your organisations need you to lead them, but you need to be able to lead yourself first. Then the second area, how we see others, will dictate the relationships we have and how they can achieve their very best performance levels. And how we see our organisational journeys will impact on how we deal with the ups and downs, the challenges and the results that we achieve. Now this podcast series will be focused on bringing you ways to see all three of these things in more empowering ways. So we've been talking about thinking 
and we've been talking about how you see your world but now let's talk about the doing part of things and about doing the right things now once you think and see in different ways this is then the basis for doing the right things or doing other things in the right way it's important to examine the way you think and the way you see your world we've been we've been covering that already however too much time spent involved in these areas can lead to procrastination and avoidance and we've all been there haven't we when we've had moments or periods of time when we procrastinated too much avoid getting on with things now changing your thinking and how you see things must ultimately result in meaningful action now i believe it's critically important that what you do is based on proactive choice not reacting to whatever hits you on a day-to-day basis on a moment-to-moment basis now being conscious in your choices of what you do and not running on autopilot relates strongly to this i'm sure you've had days where you've ended the day and wondered what happened to the time and what did you accomplish i'm sure you've also had days where you carried on doing regular tasks in a particular way although deep down you knew there was a better way or you know there's a better way to do this if you could just take time out to think and look at this in a different way there's a great quote though it's it's attributed to albert and einstein Um, but he allegedly once said if you always do what you always did you'll always get what you always got and this definitely ties back to the theme i'm talking about here about carrying on head down a bit on autopilot not standing back from things not changing your thinking not changing how you see things now action that is based on clearly thinking and seeing things in better ways is purposeful action Now, what you do is also very much driven by your habits and behavior it's therefore important to examine your habits and i often do this in my coaching and training sessions i get leaders to stop for a moment and say what are the things that you are doing that are good habits at the minute what do you need to do more of but also what are those habits that are unproductive and you know we all have them we all have bad habits as well as good habits we're we're a victim of our habits so what works for you and also what hijacks your time just listen to a few of these really famous habits bill gates allegedly has to go onto a rocking chair and sit and rock when he needs to disconnect from the world and focus his thinking on something specific Mark Zuckerberg allegedly wears the same t-shirt every day to avoid wasting time deciding what to wear. Arianna Huffington from the Huffington Post starts a day with 30 minutes meditation. I'm sure you've all got habits or ways of behaving around email, but I thought you might find this one fascinating if you've not heard it before. Ashton Kutcher, the actor, he plans his day first and then what he does, he goes into email and he sends out all the important emails he needs to send out before receiving or even looking at the emails that have come in. That's a much more proactive way of dealing with email, isn't it? 
So some famous examples there, and, um, and, one, and one I wanted to share from my own experience, and, and I often share this in workshops and coaching sessions, because I believe it's one of the most important habits I've developed over my time of leading before I had my own business, and certainly in you know the eleven years or so I've had, since I've had my business to this day. I always plan the next day, the night before. It's become a habit. At the end of the day, I'm in. I close down the day, close down the laptop. I plan the next day. And so when I get up in the morning, I have a plan to work. And then things, I know things change and emails might come in that are extremely important or calls may come in. But I have a plan, a starting plan. And I've found, to be honest, over the years that a lot of leaders don't necessarily do that. They go into work and they see what's happening. They see what's coming to their inbox. So how about you and your habits? What do you need to change? Do you maybe need to think about planning each day the night before? Do you need to change the way you look at email? Maybe, as, as I've done with a lot of leaders, do you need to stop looking at email all day, but only check your email three times a day? Do you need to look at the way you hold meetings? Oh, my Lord, there's so much time wasted in meetings, isn't there? So how about holding meetings that are never 60 minutes long? Maybe they're 50 minutes. Maybe they're 40 minutes. Maybe people stand up during the meetings. I've done that with short meetings in the past when I've had team meetings. We've had stand-up meetings that are just like 10 minutes long. And then again, going back to email, do you need to look at the way that you handle communication in your organisation? You don't ever send internal emails if you're a small business in particular. There's none of this FYI and BCC going on. So what habits do you have around email and what, what are you going to do to change them? Because we're all influenced by our habits. So we need to reflect and change them. Now, one final area to discuss in relation to how we do things is that of risk. Now, often by its very nature, doing things, making a change involves the possibility that something could go wrong and we can get really wrapped up in that. Now, we need to assess this. Decide what we'll do if something doesn't work out, but then act anyway. Captain Edward James Smith received five reports of ice before he made the decision to change the course of the Titanic. You know, I say this often, there is risk in taking action, but there is fundamentally a risk in taking no action at all. As we were saying right at the beginning, the pace of life, the pace of business now is so fast that doing nothing is a risk in of itself. So sometimes you just need to act quickly based on the information you have. You need to make your best judgment, but move forwards. So in this very first podcast, we've been looking at what I believe is the importance of leadership mindset. We've been looking at how you think and the importance of examining your thinking of releasing more of your potential, releasing more positive thinking, of shifting your thinking in new and exciting ways. We've been looking at how you see your world and how you can see your world in a different light, see yourself in a different light, see your people, see your organisation, so that it makes you feel different, it makes you take different action. And then we've been looking at the actual doing of tasks, doing of actions. Now, throughout this whole podcast series, we're going to be looking at nine leadership skills. 
We're also going to be looking at a whole other areas. There's going to be some really interesting interviews with leaders from sport and business. I'm going to be looking at um, some reflections on particular leaders that I've admired over time. We're also going to be having some short podcasts on particular leadership insights. And we're also going to look at nine leadership skills. Now, my work and services are built around helping leaders and people like you think, see and do in significantly better ways. Each of those think, see and do are applied to three key areas that we've been touching on. Yourself, your people, your organisation. So how you think, see and do in relation to those three areas creates a powerful set of nine leadership skills that will, I believe, revolutionise the way you lead. And we are going to be covering those leadership skills. We'll have a separate podcast for each of those leadership skills over the course of the series. So all that remains to be said is that, you know, um, you can also uh, complete a free diagnostic on those particular skills um, in relation to how you see, think and do applied to yourself, your people, your organisation. So in total, nine leadership skills. And you can go to my particular website, thetonybrooks.com and take a free diagnostic. And this will highlight how you're performing in each of those nine leadership skills. Now, before we end the podcast, this very first podcast, I just wanted to end with a big question. It's a question I often get asked and often a question that I reflect on myself. Are leaders born or made? Now, I think that many of you out there may be holding yourself back by the belief that you are not born with the traits you need to be a good leader. You do not see yourself as having the potential to be a good or great leader. But how about taking comfort from this story? General Vandenberg, commanding general of the 9th Air Force in World War II, he was not a natural leader. In fact, he was almost dismissed from military academy for lack of leadership ability at the end of his first year. But instead, they persisted. The people around him persisted and developed him. He took note and applied himself. He was a very competent leader by the time he graduated. Now, clearly, he continued to develop himself significantly afterwards. Now, I believe we're all capable of being better leaders and of becoming more and more like the leaders we admire and aspire to be. We should start with clear ideas and a view of the leader we want to be and then work on making changes, changes and progress to improve day by day. The foundation for this is our leadership mindset. How we think, see and do on an ongoing basis. Shifting the way that we think, how we see and what we do will allow us to continually grow and become better leaders. Now, I look forward to spending time with you in future podcasts, exploring these themes and skills, interviewing key leaders to get their thoughts and insights and revolutionising your leadership mindset. It's been an absolute pleasure to spend time with you on this first podcast, and I look forward to seeing you on other podcasts in the future. My name's Tony Brooks. I'll speak to you again. Thank you. 
If you want to explore your leadership mindset in more detail, why not complete our free leadership diagnostic at thetonybrooks.com and subscribe to this podcast to join us for future podcasts.